0: Why should people go overseas to do an Ironman event, right? So that was one of the key things to say, hey, it took a number of years to convince Ironman that India is ready, infrastructure-wise, everything else. First time I saw Ironman on TV, it said 3.8 kilometers swimming, 180 kilometers cycling, 42.2 kilometers running, right? That That's enough to put people off and things. But, but then when you just break it down to say, all right, it'll take you maybe two years to get there. I think everybody will have low points in the race. Uh, whether I'm, I'm just a first-time Ironman athlete, I'm, I'm just an amateur or there is a world champion. Everybody goes through those low points. I think the only difference between people who, who do well or think is how long do you stay there and how quickly you snap out of it. Hello,
1: hello, my dear listeners welcome back to the next episode of inspire someone today joining me today is an iron man of repute to his credit he has completed 23 iron man triathlons represented india at the iron man world championship at hawaii and the us qualified for world championships in 2023 and the race director for iron man 70.3 in goa which is happening in november we spoke at length what does it take to be an Iron Man? Iron Man Kids. His journey as an entrepreneur, the fantastic stuff that his organization, Yoska, is doing for the communities, and his new role as Iron Man Race Director. Listen to our conversation, and I'm sure you'll feel inspired. Deepak, welcome to IST.
0: Thank you, Shrikant. Thanks for the opportunity, and uh, and uh, you know, good to see what you've been up to, and uh, you know, good to catch up after a number of years uh, having gone to college together. So, thanks once again for uh, you know, getting me as a guest.
1: This is a really special episode. I tried my best to match up to your energy levels. The closest I could do was wear a track pant and a track sword to show up <laughs> on this interview.
0: Yeah, no, good man, good. Well, like Deepak said,
1: my dear listeners, we go a long time back. We did our uh, schooling or engineering together. But boy, from being a mechanical engineer to the triathlon man, the Iron Man, uh, setting the world stage uh, with some wonderful records. Deepak, how did this all begin? From a corporate role, from passing out as an engineer to taking the flag forward, making Iron Man a part and parcel of uh, so many places... Tell us a bit about it.
0: Yeah, I think this started, uh, I think, just after engineering, uh, I think, 2001, while I was working with 2000 and 2001, when I was working with Infosys, they sent me to Germany for a project with Adidas and as a software developer. And I noticed a lot of locals out there uh, twice my age who were a lot more active and fit. That sort of inspired me to sort of, you know, be better. And I wanted to lose weight and took up running and you know, managed to train for that. And uh, there was a Berlin Marathon, which was happening a few months from where it was. Uh, So pretty much as a coach, if I look back, I shouldn't have signed up and I should have trained better, but uh, there was a window of opportunity. So did the Berlin Marathon and uh, that sort of uh, got that whole journey started of you know thinking about fitness, uh, thinking about fitness, eating right, and all those things and trying to make a better lifestyle out of it. Um, along the way, I uh, found something called triathlon, uh, tried a mini sprint triathlon. I mean, the swim was like a 400 meters in a 25-meter swimming pool. I struggled mightily, uh, decided to stick with running for a few years, and then saw something called Ironman uh, on ESP on ESPN, a highlight show. So when I looked at those distances of 3.8K swim, 180K cycling, and running, I thought, that's a good challenge. And uh, 3.8 kilometers of swimming in an open water should sort my swimming out and hopefully get me learning better. So took that up. And once again, the physical and the mental challenges, uh, something which always uh, kept me going. And then I did have an opportunity uh, about nine years back to see if I can take my passion and try to, you know, Get the sport to India, develop the sport of Ironman and triathlon in India, and things. So that's how the entire journey started. And uh, here I am. And uh, very, very excited with what the future years hold. uh, But very also very happy with all the support I've got from the community for me to be able to reach.
1: What a wonderful transition there. Somebody starting uh, his career in the corporate world and finding his calling into the sports or the athletes world and taking that uh, head on was it difficult? Was it difficult to move into this space to kind of be in an area where you have not been used to and get started something like this?
0: Yeah, I think if you're referring to the triathlon part, yeah, I think it's a, it's a bit of a physical and a mental hurdle to go after a very large things, right? I mean, for me, swimming 25 meters continuously was a challenge, you know, I could maybe swim 25 meters and that's it. So suddenly thinking about a large one, uh, but but going after that and you know, uh, getting through that finish line sort of helped me to say, you know what, if you sort of structure yourself and if you write down your goals and you write down your milestones and you go after it, you can achieve a few things. So that definitely gave so much confidence that at that point, I never thought I'd be, you know, quitting emphasis or starting an own startup. But it definitely gave me confidence to go after whatever goals, you know, professionally, all of us have goals, all of us have, uh, you know, uh, ambitions within and that definitely helped me a lot. And somewhere down the line, uh, trying to fit my passion of triathlon and my available time to train, uh, the work and the family, I could not juggle all three. There was only time for two. And uh, then I thought, when I put that things in that perspective, there is work, there is family, and there is triathlon or man as a passion. Uh, I said, you know what? One has to go, the other two has to stay, and uh, obviously family uh that's that's not negotiable that's there but they thought can i make can i make triathlon and ironman my work so that's how that journey started it it was a big transition given i would say mostly financial walking out of you uh, know 14 years in emphasis and uh i know it was a, obviously a well-paid job great great support system everything working there and then suddenly finding yourself to be trying to create the sport and convince ironman to come to india and things uh, a lot of hurdles, but uh, uh, but I got so much support from so many people, and, and the biggest one from my wife, who said, "Yeah, if that's something which which you're keen on, you know, go after it." Uh, and uh, she was she's continues to be my rock and support, uh, without which uh, definitely I wouldn't have been here.
1: That's so beautiful, Deepak. And in lot many ways, uh, particularly I, I will talk about it. Uh, what you're doing, or uh, what you're trying to do in setting up Iron Man here in India. But before that, in a lot many ways, growing up, we, we were never used to kind of seeing Iron Man. At least I didn't hear about Iron Man until about a few years ago. How much of it, your global roles, you said you did mention about being in Germany, being in Australia. How much of the external factors does help in something like this? Picking up a physical sport and making it part of your life and now this is your life and career itself. So how much of that had an influence on you and what are some of those things that you feel we need to kind of develop here as you're developing this whole ecosystem here in India?
0: Definitely. I think if I was not in Germany at that time, I thought life was good, right? So, I mean, I might be you know 90 or 100 kilos, but uh, well-paid job. Uh, I'm in a foreign country. I can travel. Uh, I am earning well. I thought that was life. But then I saw people two times my age uh, who were much uh, active, much healthier, and much fitter, and uh, a lot more uh, balanced towards what they were doing, right? If not for me to get a, not just a glimpse, I was living right there, right? It was not something I just saw a two-minute video on a TV or something. I actually was living people around them. So to to let you know, yes, that ecosystem and being there definitely helped. And I said, well, everyone's doing something, let me take up running and Somebody was running the Berlin Marathon. I said, "Can I do that?" Right. So I might have sounded foolish, and most people wouldn't didn't give me a chance. I remember most people. uh, uh, That's that's way long back. But uh, if not for the people around who were actually in that sport, and things wouldn't have helped. Same thing when I came to Australia and uh, saw something called Ironman on TV, and then I started to learn about triathlon and Ironman here in Australia and working with it uh, definitely helped. Uh, but one of the goals of that for me was why should people go overseas to do an Ironman event, right? So that was one of the key things to say, hey, it took a number of years to convince Ironman that India is ready infrastructure-wise, everything else. But I think now there is that opportunity. I mean, from an Ironman perspective, we've got it to India and we have a race. But if you take running and cycling and fitness and that whole ecosystem in the last 20 years has, has really developed, do people still need to see that in a different geography to to sort of put that? I would say no. But does it have a bigger impact because there are a lot more people and a lot more things maybe, you know, happening out there? Yes. But uh, right now, there is enough happening around us in India for people to pick up the sport, pick up healthy habits, uh, Enough enough reasons out there.
1: For sure, enough reasons out there for people to shrug what they want to do and hit the road, hit the pool. I think along the way, you transitioned into something else that is healthy you. So I let you to talk about what that healthy you is all about.
0: Yeah, I think uh, uh, it's like creating a better version of us, right? That's all I tell people, right? You don't have to do... If people listening to Man and looking at the 1,200 or 1,300 people who will do the Man this year in Goa. And if that inspires someone to wake up the next day morning and eat right or, you know, sleep better, drink water better, you know, taking care of themselves, walk 20 minutes a day or do any one of these, I'm not saying all, uh, then, you know, we feel we have done our job of just, you know, getting that message across, right? So uh, it's about just creating a better version of you, of creating healthy habits. Uh, We all can you know, get inspired and next day morning, try to wake up 30 minutes early and try to do something. But we need to pick pick something which are habit-forming and sustainable, uh, right? So that's important. Um, so I think uh, that's something which we preach and that's something I've been, and uh, is, that's the only way to sustain that change. I was, uh, I think I went up 10 kilos when I stopped running for a month or two and went back to my eating habits. Then I train a bit and then I come down. So I've yo-yoed my weight. Until I set myself to say, you know what, now this it's about the lifestyle. Uh, Whether I have a race or not, whether I'm in a position to run or not, if work pressures are more and I cannot train as much, that's fine. But I can always eat right. I can always take care of myself. So finding that balance of eating right. It's not about eating less or being picky. It's about eating the right and uh, building a sustainable habit. And hopefully, you know, take the family along the journey. Right, so I think uh, there's a reason why my twelve-year-old son has certain habits, because not that I have been forcing him; he just watches me, and that happens. So, so that's something which I think uh, comes back to habits, foundations. That's the only way to sustain this.
1: And that is what has triggered you off in kicking the road with this uh, Fit India campaign, and your journey as the founder of uh, Yoska.
0: True. Uh, our Fit India campaign by our Honorable uh, Prime Minister Narendra Modiji is something which he's been putting through. And our humble contribution from us, from me and my team at Yoska is we have a digital platform. Uh, we would like to make sure that anyone can access uh, health and fitness training programs. Uh, in addition to that being available as a paid service, we are doing a lot of pro bono work with a lot of departments. I mean, the Goa Fire Department, the chief minister of Goa, Pramod Savant uh, himself launched it last year, the Goa police department, you know, up to 6,000 or 8,000 people. We are doing pro bono work of putting them through a six month health and fitness program. So that's something we are doing. Uh, we're trying to get a lot of the army and the servicemen who do so much for us across the country. We are trying to get them to participate in the anman man race and then inspire their respective units and companies across so for us, the Fit India campaign is what can we do using our digital platform and our Ironman race to inspire the community.
1: That's a wonderful gesture and what you're trying to do, just not getting folks to the mainstream, but working with our uh, heroes who are working behind the scenes for them to get into a fitness journey, fitness routine, So, which is fantastic. And specifically in your campaign, you're also focusing on women and kids. Why is it so?
0: No, I think uh, on the kids part, uh, uh, if you look at it, it's about healthy foundation, right age, right? We are looking at six to 16 years. Once again, uh, the format of Iron Kids, we are you know, wanting to launch Iron Kids out there across, across India. Uh, it could be as simple as just a run. It doesn't have to be a triathlon, right? We could do just a run for six to 16 year olds. They might do this once, but it might at least get them to think about health and fitness, It might get them a little bit away from their screen time, which I'm sure all parents with kids are trying to see what we can do. I think it's important that people have that mental well-being of doing something outside of school and outside of, obviously, the screens and the other TVs and the things they're in front of. So once again, what we're trying to do here is uh, just creating an avenue for people to be able to do that. And secondly, if that can help imbibe some... Healthy habits and a foundation at an early age, I think it will set them up. So that's what we are looking to do with Iron Kids. Uh, In terms of women in sports, I think there is a lot of women out there who are training, who are doing it. But uh, if I look at the percentages of people who actually go ahead and commit to a bigger race or a bigger goal or a bigger milestone, we notice those percentages are very low. Like uh, using an example, uh, we train a lot of people. The training uh, ratios between Women and men could be maybe 30 and 70, uh, you know, as an example, but when it comes to actual races, it turns out to be 10 or 11%, so 10 and 90, right? So what happened to that 20%? They are still active. They're still inspiring the community and their family and everything else, but can they go hit a bigger milestone? Because that will get their respective social circles going and their fraternity going. So once again, at our end, what we are doing is uh, we are doing a lot of pro bono work in terms of training and putting out some free women-only relay teams and training them for the Ironman race. We are working with brands and corporates who are also chipping in, helping us along this way. Uh, I think uh, just to just to give that, I mean, uh, kids, women and everyone, I think we're just trying to hit certain demographies which we believe uh, needs more attention.
1: And that's wonderful, Deepak not only see a budding startup emanating in this well-being space, but also you're doing so much at the early stage back to the community, being getting a lot of women folks into the racing circuit, into the competition circuit, focusing on kids to build those kind of uh, habits earlier on. This is fantastic. Uh, Kudos to you and your team. As we talk about this, I think one myth I want to bust, I'm sure this is there on top of everybody's mind, all the listeners out here. You did mention about Iron Kids. What is the right age for kids to get started in a sport like this? Uh, this needs high endurance, isn't it? To do uh, Iron Man kind of a stuff. Is it safe? What is the right age? What should they do? What should they not do?
0: I mean, just to give you a format of Iron Kids, what we are looking to do: age group, let's say six to sixteen. This age group, six to nine year olds, might will just do one kilometer running. Just it, right? We're starting small starting small to give, give them, you know, it's, it's it's like dipping toe in the water types. What is the age for people to start? I remember taking my son when he was six months old for a, for the first, whatever, swim class, I wouldn't say swim class, but the first time of, you know, into a water wife wasn't maybe not too pleased about it, but she understood and things. And, uh, and my son did the iron kids. When I went to Hawaii world champs, my son did the iron kids out there. And my, My wife, again, was he's never swam in the open water, but I knew he could swim 200 meters. So we as parents, uh, I mean, I'm not saying if he knows how to swim, he knows how to swim 200 meters, that fear of there's no pool at the end of it. I cannot stop. All this is between us. If you ask all the people whom we train, the first question they ask is, if I get tired in the ocean, I can't stop like in a pool. What do I do? That question was never there for a six-year-old or an eight-year-old or a nine-year-old. Right? So I think uh, to answer your question in parts. Uh, I think, uh, you know, as early as you can start. And again, moderate that. We are not asking people at six-year-olds to be doing extensive things. So we are calibrating that. So that's one thing. Second is, is it safe? Uh, We do, all of our and kids, when we do do the swims, we are going to start that again in a swimming pool as opposed to an ocean swim. Like what is it for normal triathlons, right? And uh, when we do go after uh, the open water things, obviously, safety and everything will also be taken. Cycling uh, is not an easy sport, whether you are twelve years old or forty-two years old in India. So that's something safety comes in. So maybe indoor cycling—that's what when we train really a very young people and age a lot more cycling uh, in sort of you know closed conditions where they can do or indoor training. So a few nuances needs to be kept in mind, but otherwise the infrastructure and ecosystem is is definitely. Improving
1: for people to step. Deepak, we did speak about your journey, how you got into this particular area, what you have been doing. And along the way, the Iron Man has also turned out to be an entrepreneur now. So, how did you find the mojo and how is it different from running the Iron Man versus running your own organization?
0: Yeah, I think uh, the good part is it doesn't see, feel like work. There is a lot of hours uh, as as from an entrepreneurship, uh, but it doesn't feel like work. You're still talking to your teammates, and we are we have this crazy ideas. We write some crazy goals, just like how Iron Man is. I mean, first time I saw Iron Man on TV, it said three point eight kilometers swimming, one eighty kilometers cycling, forty two point two kilometers running. Right, that that's enough to put people off and things, but. But then when you just break it down to say, all right, it'll take you maybe two years to get there, maybe. In the, and then you plan and then you meticulously look and structure, right? So so that's something which is carried over well for me and my team. And a lot of my team are are either triathletes or runners or in some form or fashion ha- have been endurance athletes, which I think the word endurance, right? I think uh, we, we, we think about the long game. Uh, we know the pain of doing a long run. Uh, and i think all of that we've sort of applied it on our entrepreneurship so so that's something which has helped as well because um, uh, it's i mean it's a cliche it's not a sprint they say it's a marathon right and having been personally in it uh, that is definitely helping us uh, but yes look um, you begin to stay calm because there will be problem solving and fires to solve very regularly right when you run your own startup that's something for me it's been a big lesson there are races you're doing and things don't go as planned you just have to pick up plan b plan c sometimes plan B or plan e to to finish the race so so those are very similar things uh so i carry over into into what i do in in my entrepreneurship and uh, the support system has been excellent i mean the, the mentors who continue to spend time with me and the endurance community has been you know i'm very grateful for everything they've given me in the last 9 years the only reason i'm standing right here or uh, is because of that.
1: Similar to the runner's high, what is the runner's high equivalent in the entrepreneurial world?
0: It's a roller coaster, right? So you have a high of wins and challenges. I think uh, for me, the high for me was uh, when the when the race Ironman Goa started on 20th of October 2019, uh, that race starting, uh, which actually started 30 minutes late, uh, I was supposed to start at 7, start at 7.30. We had, had our share of challenges. Uh, I think that was a high and uh, looking back, I think it took me six years, some months and some days to actually get there once I'd quit 14 years of corporate life. So I think uh, for us, the high is to see people and give that experience to people. We wanted to give a race. We have wanted to have our own Ironman in our backyard. It takes a lot of effort to train for an Ironman. It takes a lot of money to invest into the sport and train. Then they have to juggle so many things. We wanted to at least take away some things from them, that the cost of traveling overseas or the or the logistics of going somewhere else in a foreign country doing it, and for people to experience it. So for us, the high was you know bringing Anman to India, convincing them, launching it, executing our first race, and now you know growing that for us.
1: Absolutely, many congratulations on that. You uh, you are making lot of dreams come true. A uh, lot many folks would want to be. Participating in Ironman, like you rightly said, it's either the logistics or the travel or the cost of it deserts a lot many people. Now we can very proudly say that we have Ironman in our own backyard and there's no reason why we should kind of going for it. We are here, folks, in the power of three round with me is Deepak Raj. Deepak, three influencers in the Ironman or triathlon
0: circuit. Uh, Alan Pittman, my first coach who helped me in my journey, continues to mentor me 30 plus years in the sport, taught me a lot of life lessons too. Uh, Toby Somerville, my current coach and mentor beyond, beyond as a coach for my triathlon thing, he continues to mentor and his passion for the sport and community is something I look up to. Pete Jacobs, Ironman world champion, his approach to training life in general has been inspirational. He's been very kind with his time and support. He came along for the launch of the first one in India and I owe a lot to him and Toby and Alan. Uh, They continue to influence me in various ways.
1: Three practices that are unique to you.
0: I write down my goals and I keep a very visual reference of what I'm chasing all the time. There is always a note in my wallet or a print on the wall or anything to keep in touch with the goals. So uh, all those things are always in front of mind for me. So that's something I do. Uh, the other thing is, I sort of try to go Boolean, which means if I say, "Look, I don't, I won't eat sugars or I won't eat sweets for a while," it's completely zero or one. Uh, I don't sort of dabble in between. So I try to approach most things uh, instead of sort of saying occasionally or gray area. I like to be completely clear in that. That sort of helps me meet some of my goals, if not all. The other thing is, uh, I sometimes commit to the task after a very quick evaluation and then figure out how to go about it. I mean, I've signed up for a skating marathon and I didn't know how to skate, right? So, it might sound foolish, but I eventually learned how to skate and managed to finish. So, I sort of do that sometimes.
1: Nice. Is there some unique thing about sports person and visualization? Because everybody wants to kind of visualize what they would want to do first on a piece of paper? Uh,
0: No, I think uh, some of it was already there even before I was healthy or fit. But I think definitely, as you said... Uh, I mean, when you go through the low periods of a training session, right? Like say tomorrow you want to be doing a three-hour ride and and you have a low period. If it gets windy, it gets hot or you get a f- puncture in your thing. I think, yeah, what I do visualize and I'm sure everybody does is you visualize yourself at the finish line of the race, what you're training for, right? That's the reason why you're waking up tomorrow morning, right? There must be a purpose of what it is. Uh, if you start thinking about it and say, what if you don't do one day, you know, what if you don't do that? That that shouldn't creep up into your mind, right? So you just replace it with positive thoughts. And in my case, that visual reference is what what gets me through. Sometimes uh, my favorite food or breakfast gets me through a hard training session to say, I just visualize myself that I finished this and I'm sitting and eating, right? Uh, Food is a reward for me. So again, visualization, looking at it, uh, that whole thing uh, helps that whole channeling your mental energy towards. that.
1: Nice. Three advice for people starting this physical fitness journey.
0: Yeah. I think finding your purpose and remembering that through the journey, right? Sometimes people forget it. People want to relax and take up running and then they get so stressed about their next race that it's adding to the stress as opposed to before, right? So remember why you came into it and then maintain that. Second thing I would say, start with small steps that you can take and sustain, right? If you want to do, want to go, go with a triathlon, sign up for a sprint triathlon or do something small, we'll see whether you like it, then build up towards that. The last one is, again, write down your goals, make a plan, uh, get help, right? I mean, uh, I mean, get a coach or get some guidance so that you start at the right one and you're not unlearning a lot of things which becomes harder later on.
1: You're the startup CEO of Yoska. I wish you folks well. If you were to be given a chance, a magic wand to say that go back and rewind yourself What are the three things that you would have done differently now compared to what you did a couple of years back?
0: I think I would have been more focused on one area at a time or at least one area than sort of spread myself, which I did do in some instances. I think I navigated my way. Obviously, we'll pivot and things, but trying to focus on one area, I think uh, that's something I would go back and uh, do a few things differently. Uh, Even though we were a technology startup and an app and a platform, I think I would have invested more on technology upfront than what I did. On the third one, I think in terms of financials and things, yeah, I think uh, raising capital at this, at the right time or going after it and how much, how many, how much sort of financial risks I took personally and things, there are a few things maybe I would go back and you know, sort of relook on it. It's important to take risks uh, and I did do and it's come through, but I think uh, need to keep your support system, family and a few other people in mind equally. Which I think, in some cases, you uh, know, you don't want the passion and the things to uh, engulf that.
1: I'm sure each one of us have our own bucket list. What is Deepak Raj's bucket list? Three things on your bucket list?
0: Ah, uh, I think all of them are very sports related. Uh, but I think uh, definitely, I mean, Yoska being successful and things is there. But uh, if I really look at the bucket list uh, uh, personally for me, uh, I think uh, running Boston Marathon. I qualified for Boston Marathon. I wanted to run a sub three. There were a few things in my bucket list. I did it, but I could not go to Boston and run the Boston Marathon. So that continues to be, I'll have to qualify again, which I will, and I'll do that. That's one. Um, I, I would I would like to do a sub 10 hours in my Ironman finish time sometime. Uh, right now I'm I'm busy putting up an Ironman race as opposed to training for it. Uh, it's a bit of a hiatus for me, uh, but I'm keeping in touch. So definitely that's one. and. Um, between swim, bike, and run, swimming is my weakest one. And I'd, I'd written down a goal of swimming under one hour in an Ironman race, uh, which, uh, which for me is my bucket list. So it's a swim, bike, and run in that format. Uh, I would like to do the Ironman swim under an hour. Um, so that's 59 minutes, 59 seconds is good enough for me. Uh, it doesn't have to be anything different. Uh, so those are my three sort of things from a bucket list.
1: So surprised of all, Ironman coming, what the bucket list should look like. <laughs> if there are three entrepreneurs that you would like to spend time with who would those three individuals be?
0: I think one of them is my idol. I mean, I don't know if the entrepreneur, Michael Jordan. I love basketball, which you may recollect a little bit during my college days. But uh, the way he approached the game and I mean, yes, uh, debatable by some people whether he's the best basketball player. There's no argument, at least from my end. And uh, But yes, uh, what he brought to the game, how he approached the game and the mental aspect of, you know, the dedication and things he put through. And now he's, also, a successful businessman, uh, so he's running his own, uh, you know, majority owner of an NBA franchise and a team in Charlotte and everything else. So, uh, would I love to spend time with him? I mean, yes, that's that's one thing, which is uh, uh, which is something I continue to idolize in. and that's one. Narayan Murthy, I mean, uh, it was a dream for me to join Infosys, and I, and I and I came to know obviously a lot more about it after joining Infosys. In addition to looking up to all of the co-founders there, I think uh, he's someone who definitely look up to. Those are those are two of them which come off my mind.
1: So we've been talking to you, Deepak, the professional who transitioned from corporate to the sporting world, an entrepreneur who started his own startup. Now we are talking to Deepak, the Ironman race director. This was your dream come true to have Ironman here in India. So you did, Mention about it. And we have an upcoming Ironman race happening in 2022. Walk us through that. What is it? Where is it happening? How can people participate? Give us the details.
0: Yeah. So um, Ironman 70.3 is the format which we have introduced uh, in India. So Ironman, as a portfolio of races, has multiple formats. Uh, The full distance Ironman is a 3.8 kilometer swim, 180 kilometers cycling, and 42.2 kilometers running, which is the marathon. And the more popular format is a 70.3, which is half this distance. So 1.9 kilometers swimming, 90 kilometers cycling, and a half marathon, which is 21.1 kilometers running. I mean, maybe in a way you can compare this with the popular T20 format as opposed to a one-day match, right? So it's something which is more palatable for people. Uh, It still takes a number of hours of training uh, per week for a number of months and to get there, but it's something which people can look at. This race uh, is already was already present in fifty plus countries before we brought it to India in twenty nineteen. So the twenty twenty two edition of it is happening in Goa. Uh, so the Ironman seventy point three Goa happens uh, will be happening on thirteenth of November twenty twenty two. People can check out our website uh, yoska.in dot slash iron man for details. You can go to ironman.com and look up Goa. Uh, you will get uh, details about the race. Uh, it happens in in center of the city, Panjim. We closed down Panjim for a number of hours thanks to the support from the government and everybody else because it's important for the race to be safe uh, and for the best experience for the athletes. So we closed down roads, uh, completely closed down and barricaded, right? So so we do that uh, and it's a race which goes on. Uh, it's eight and a half hours of cutoff time. So you need to finish the swim in one hour and ten minutes. You need to finish the the swim and the cycling in five and a half hours. You need to finish the entire race in eight and a half hours. Only then you'll be given sort of another you know, title of completing that Ironman, Ironman 70.0. Oh,
1: th- that would be something to look forward to. And as race director of this event, what is your role? What do you do? And what are some of the things that people should be doing, should not be doing? Just give walk us through the role of the race director.
0: Uh, I think it's... Uh, completely behind the scene. A lot of people tell me, are you participating in the Ironman India race? I said, I would love to, but uh, there is there is 1,300 people who will be passing through the finish line and things. So I think the the planning starts almost months before, right? It, it comes down to uh, getting the necessary approvals uh, and support from the government. Uh, it's a destination sport. What I mean by that is people don't just fly in on a Saturday night, do the race and fly out on Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon. Right. People come there. People have to come there and check in on a Friday, deposit their bikes, make sure things Saturday and then Sunday and then everything. Right. And people try to make a holiday out of it. And that's where we try to choose locations where people could make a holiday out of it, can bring their family towards that. And also it's a place where people would like to spend more time on. Right. So so a lot goes into the planning Uh, months before with respect to securing the route, the approvals. Uh, And the logistics, planning, operations, barricading, and also the water safety uh, part of it, right? So as a race director, I have a number of people working with me. Uh, For example, there will be a swim course director who's responsible for the swim course along with me. There's a run course director, there is a nutrition, there are aid stations. So, So because the race goes on for eight and a half hours, we need to provide water, electrolytes, gels, bars, medical, food. Post race, pre race, number of things, right? So it's quite a quite a large project, uh, and uh, equally uh, uh, financially a very large undertaking, uh, which which brings us to the fact that we need to get the right get the right funding. So whether it's investment, whether it's sponsors and partners. So as race director, uh, in addition to operations and making sure the race goes smoothly. You're equally working with uh, partners and brands to, you know, to give them the best value of getting associated with this event. So there are multiple stakeholders. There is government, there is brands and partners, uh, there is obviously uh, vendors and operators, and then there is the athlete uh, for whom we work for.
1: Being an Ironman uh, yourself, if there's one thing that boils down to for people to complete Ironman, and if there's one thing for the success of this program as a race director, what are those, one thing as a race director, one thing as an Ironman athlete is very important for a successful closure of the activity.
0: As an athlete looking at, as an Ironman race for you to finish, I think uh, I think everybody will have low points in the race. Uh, whether I'm, I'm just a first time Ironman athlete, I'm, I'm just an amateur or there is a world champion, everybody goes through those low points. I think the only difference between people who who do well or think is how long do you stay there and how quickly you snap out of it right? So there will be low periods in in general right in life and work and everything, but just staying with the race part of it, everybody goes through that. You just fill your mind back with whatever positive things now again, I said I'm a visual thing, I've written things on my bike, so it just keeps me focused maybe, or just bring back your things back to it, snap out of it quickly. you stay there for five minutes, you'll be wondering. What happened in five minutes and why you lost time, right? So some of the best people just snap out of it quickly. It's not like they don't go there, right? Everybody goes there. They come out of it in two seconds. Some people take two minutes. So I think uh, how you handle those instances is going to determine you to either get to the finish line or you think, you know what, I'll try this some other day. And you can stop, right? You absolutely can stop. Uh, so so the biggest thing is, all right, there are a lot of people who have supported me. There's a reward at the end. There's a finish line. There's a gratification. So keep going types. So that's something which it is. Coming to, is one thing in terms of race director, I think the safety part of it, right? I mean, we we will give people the best experience, but uh, as a race director, the swim cycle and run, uh, getting everyone safe out of the water is almost half the race time or maybe 70% of the race time because water as a medium is, I mean, on, on the bike, on the run, you can see people, you can walk over to them, you can help them. On the water, you can still do that. You'll have boats, you'll have everything else. It's just a different medium. So we put so much emphasis on safety all through. Uh, so for us, safety is the one thing paramount, uh, when it comes to as a race director, my role. And that's something which continues to be, continues to be the focus of everyone in my team, in addition to putting up the best race possible.
1: Fantastic Deepak, never ever had we had the ringside view of what goes in setting up of an Ironman and what goes in the mind of an Ironman. We are lucky that we have two-in-one combination in view, both the race director as well as the athlete himself. So as you know, this show is all about creating ripples of inspiration. So before we close, what is Deepak Rath's Inspire Someone Today message to all the listeners out here?
0: I think... uh... You know, take that first step uh, off off towards your health and fitness journey uh, because um, uh, it could be, as I said, it could be a 20-minute walk tomorrow morning, okay? If you have not done anything. Uh, Or it could be just getting enough sleep and, you know, eating better, things like that, right? So, uh, and uh, it will take time because if somebody is overweight, it didn't happen overnight, right? It took a few while because you landed up there. So once again, make that start happen. And build some sustainable habits, uh, and I think you just look around, you'll find somebody to somebody to draw inspiration from. It doesn't have to be an Ironman race. It's great if Ironman race, and listening to it helps you. We will be very happy, and we will feel, uh, you know, that we uh, we made a difference. But if you just look around you, you will find people in your workplace, in your social circles, in your family, somebody who's taken that first step, and uh, it's just important to take that first step build some sustainable habits and reward yourself when you do well. It's important. Otherwise, it's, it, it's a, it becomes a very long journey, uh, not knowing where you're heading.
1: What a wonderful message out there. Start small. It need not be big. Make it sustainable. And more importantly, reward yourself when you accomplish that. On that note, Deepak, super proud of what you have accomplished so far. Best wishes to Yoska and team and all the best for Ironman 17.3 in November. And thank you so much for showing up on the show and sharing your experiences and your journey with me and my listeners. Appreciate it. Thank you, Sri. Thank you for listening into today's edition of Inspire Someone Today. It's been a privilege to bring in these conversations. If you like this episode and have any feedback or comments, do mail me at inspire someone today podcast at the rate gmail.com inspiring someone is like creating ripples around us if you like what to listen feel free to share them and let's create ripples of inspiration do not forget to follow me on my instagram handle at the rate inspire someone today podcast for all the latest updates this is Srikanth your host signing off and until next time keep inspiring